the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning to you. This is WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina, and I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Kuralt, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday. WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Dave Kaiser. Hi, yo. Well, that's good. This is Art Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Chris Cooley, Sam Beard, and Jim Reed, and Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam, and greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Ed is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Capps. With a nocturne, we send as our best. This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Blackman, WPTF News. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dale here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Rayleigh and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Gardener Program. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF Record Vault. Good morning to you. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hansen. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back on WPTF. Mike Rayley here, along with Ann Clapp, and uh, Gerald Adams is with us, Brother Rufus. And uh, we just saw the uh, capsule go up with Michael Strahan in it, and <laughs> it's it's coming down. The booster has uh, has already landed on the ground. Uh, they're, oh, the parachutes just came out, so they're going to land safely don't think we were just talking about that off the air what we would not like to do is uh go up in in one of those rockets and as i get car sick and air sick and seasick and as i've got good sense i'm staying out of it <laughs> yeah so uh for those of you who enjoy that sort of thing i hope uh, one day you can afford to go up or are lucky enough to be chosen to to go up in one of those capsules because uh, uh, I think it probably uh, Rufus, that's not something you would desire to do, I assume. 
Guess not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Uh, uh, Ten minutes past 10 o'clock. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener. Uh, you can listen on online uh, from most anywhere at WPTF.com. Uh, tune in radio, a lot of a lot of other apps that you can listen to radio stations. You can you can hear the show from eight until eleven, and also you can get a podcast at wptf.com or on Apple Podcasts or Google Podcasts or, or uh, Podbean, a lot of other uh, places that you can get the uh, podcasts and uh, you can get the WPTF one, and that goes up the uh, same day. So uh, please enjoy that and uh, tune in if you can. Some of you can get us over the air at uh, AM 680 or at FM 98.5. For those of you who can't, though, the podcast or, or listening uh, digitally over the uh, on your computer or phone or whatever will help. All right. Uh, Brother Rufus, uh, are you still with us? Uh, I, I came back. I, I, I went to get me a Diet Dr. Pepper. Oh, okay. okay. Uh, you chasing that with uh, I, I Reese's heard, Cup? I heard you all in some discussion, and I thought uh, my, my mind tells me that you were talking about Rufus. Uh, well, yeah, <laughs> we, what we were talking about was the uh, capsule, the rocket that just went up, uh, carrying the football player uh, uh, Michael Strahan and others. Uh, Alan Shepard's daughter is among those who went up, and it just landed. Uh, so we were we were decide, saying that we would probably not like to do that, and I assume that you would not desire to do that either. That wouldn't be in your top I, ten. I have claustrophobia. Oh, okay. There's no way. Well, I, I get I get nervous on an elevator. Yeah. Well, I can understand that on an elevator. We were just talking about the some of the rides at Disney. I I got on the rock and roll uh, roller coaster one time. That goes from zero to sixty. In seven seconds, plus you're in the dark, and it has a circuitous route. And if you have a tendency to uh, to get sick, that will certainly do it. But I was not right uh, the rest of the day when I did that. And the next stop was at this uh, several-story dilapidated hotel that they have there. It's a facade, but it, the, you go inside and you go up, I don't know, 10 stories or something. You go up to the 10th floor and there's an elevator and th the idea is that you drop several stories. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> and I, I decided uh, I was not going to do that, but several people did. So that's that's the kind of torture that you, you put yourself through at uh, amusement parks. And I, so the, I, I rocket would rocketing into space would not not be in my top. And I love speed. I love uh, love uh, race cars and so forth. But I like to be driving. I, as I told uh, Gerald, I need to see. I need to be driving. I need to see the horizon. My brain needs to see the horizon. And I need to have my hands on the steering wheel. <laughs> yeah, yeah, both of them. That's right. Nine one nine eight six. You're not going to catch me in one of those automated driver cars either. <clears throat> well, you know, they uh, a lot of cars do that now, but they the, they will do it to a certain extent. But if you keep your if you take your hands off the steering wheel 
people more than a few seconds, it tells you to put your hands back on the steering wheel. <laughs> My car does that. But, you know, it's convenient if you need to, if you need to, to scratch, scratch your nose or something, take your hands off the – or, you know, do something real quickly. It's uh, convenient if you're not going fast and, and not in, in heavy traffic. But, uh, you know, you do have to use – but it's it's all part of uh, of uh, the scheme of things with electronics now in, in cars, and they get more and more sophisticated. But I agree. I'm not going to sit back and, and start playing video games and read a book while traveling at 60 miles an hour in an automobile on a highway. I don't, don't get that. So. Hey, uh, don't forget to feed the birds. WPTF is giving you a chance to win a squirrel-proof bird feeder along with 20 pounds of no-mess bird seed from our friends at Wild Birds Unlimited in Raleigh and Cary. And you can register. You're running out of time. Though. Register to win by clicking on the banner and uh, on the website, WPTF.com, or by going to the contest tab at, at, uh, at WPTF.com. So entry deadline is December 12th, and uh, so get that, get that done as soon as you can. Wild Birds Unlimited, they always give away great prizes, great sponsor of the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Christmas trees, uh, you, do you have any uh, – what kind of decorations do you have at Centennial Campus? Do you all do anything? I know the, gov- the uh, chancellor's – yeah, we they do some decorating up at Alumni. Uh, they do a, a, a lot of decorating up at the Chancellor's House. In fact, they had an open house there last week. There have been a number of events there already. I think there are two different dinners there next week. Uh, we really don't have to. We, we, we cut some greenery for the decorators uh, that were doing that, and that was about the extent of it. Most of the individual buildings is kind of up to them. Most all of them have Christmas trees and stuff like that in the lobbies, but right. uh, we, we don't have to worry with that. So what are your, what are your recommendations for taking care of Christmas trees? What have your t- do, you, do you add glycerin? Do you add uh, sweet, uh, sweet and sour water? Or uh, Well, <laughs> I, I think the biggest key is getting that fresh cut on it. Uh, I, yeah. I, another big key is checking the tree out before you buy it. I mean, uh, right. Phil always buys trees at Campbell Road that have been cut. She knows when they were cut, yeah. when, when they were brought in. Uh, you, you pick that aphrasia fur up and you jam it down on the ground pretty quick like and you see a flurry of needles coming off of it. Mm. That's usually a tree that's been put, cut a pretty good while or one that's been left laying out in, in the sun a long time. Yeah. And uh, Even a fresh cut on it's not going to help it. Mm. I have know people that religiously pour Coca-Cola into the water. <laughs> To get that little sugar kit, <laughs> which is essentially what you do. These little packets you see to put in floral displays, it's the same. You know, nothing but sugar. My God, what if you put a Dr. Pepper in there, Jerry? Well, it ain't no telling what it would it do. It might grow hair or, uh, hair or something. It, huh? If you did that. So I, I will never forget this. One of the years when Governor Perdue first came into office, they wanted to get a big Fraser fur to go outside at the Capitol. Uh, and I went up to the mountains looking, was told by the Christmas Tree Association who to contact where I went. I was up there in late October to pick out a 25-foot Fraser, and they were already cutting trees to be shipped across the country then. Mm. 
You know, mm-hmm. oh, it was exactly mm-hmm. 30 days before the Thanksgiving week, which is usually the first time you ever see any for sale. Right. And they were 30 days before then already cutting trees. So you just need to use a little common sense and look at the tree. If you buy a freshly cut tree and you keep water in whatever container you've got in it, you'll be fine to the first of the year. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Phil's, uh, Phil's trees are, are usually some of the freshest I've ever Yeah, and I, I think another thing that helps you too now, and I hadn't thought about this much till a few years ago, making the change to LED lights, and they just don't put off any heat. You right. know, you get, I've seen some people with a nine-foot-tall Fraser fir that had so many lights on it you couldn't, you couldn't count how many were on there. And, you know, the old-type lights, they do put out a little bit of heat, and it's laying right there amongst the needles. It can't help but to contribute to drying the trees out. Yeah, that's right. I bet we have a greenhouse question, but I don't know. Ray uh, has a greenhouse. He's in Nashville. Ray, good morning to you. Well, good morning. How are everybody doing today? We are all Great. right, my friend. How are you today? Oh, excellent, excellent. Uh, I was just curious uh, how I go about seeing this uh, uh, squirrel-proof uh, bird feeder because uh, we, we uh, put a combination safe out in our lawn with bird seed in it. We watch the squirrel tap the combination and open the safe. <laughs> well, you know, I have one that is uh, a heavy metal. I've had it for a long time. And they they can still get residue that the birds have left out on it, but it's it there are springs, and it uh, the lid closes on it where where the you know the birds would would normally stop and and um, eat that it, it doesn't usually move with most of the birds because they're not big enough. If a crow yeah, got on it or something, but the squirrels. Now I'll tell you what we have uh, trouble with on that is not squirrels, is uh, chipmunks because chipmunks are so light that they can can they can climb up the thing and and also get the seed. But for squirrels, it works pretty well. Yeah, what I have. have a he used to have a German Shepherd that uh, uh, keep squirrels back, but then we had to uh, had to stop that because we found the squirrels uh, tied up the German Shepherd like a. A pig with the feet together, like the Duke cattle, and we had to release. <laughs> oh my gosh! Effort. So it, it just didn't work with these squirrels we got. Yeah, I mean, if you got a, if you got an animal in the yard like that, a cat or a dog, that uh, they can they can certainly shoo them away but a little is bit. Is there a where can you? I get a picture to show the boss lady of uh, this feeder thing. I you know I don't know. It says it's a squirrel-proof bird feeder. I don't know if it, you could go online to Wild Birds Unlimited. Oh, okay. It's a chain, but uh, our uh, sponsors are uh, have a couple of stores, and one in Cary, one in Raleigh, and I don't know that they have a a separate. But you could go on to to Wild Birds Unlimited and look at the squirrel proof uh, squirrel proof bird feeders. I don't know which particular one they they changed some from from when uh, I bought mine. Uh, okay, well, I mean, that, that gives me I don't know if it's cylindrical or if it's, you know, a, a boxy-type design or what. That'll work. But, uh, yeah, I've never been there, never been to the site or anything, so that, that'll work. I can, I can figure it out from there. Yeah. I appreciate you all's help on that. Yes, sir. They And they have uh, they have really good bird seed there, too. They they have some, they call it no-mess bird seed because the, the you know the birds seem to like all of the seed there's some 
birds that don't care about millet. I'll watch um, little wrens and different types of birds on the bird feeder, and they'll they'll use their bill to just kind of throw away a few things until they get get to what they want. And uh, there's there's a uh, the wild birds is a no mess bird seed, so they seem to like it. You don't waste it. Before, that'll work. I appreciate it, buddy. All right. Thank you very much, Ray. Have a good day. You too. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right. Uh, 919-860-9783. More of the Weekend Gardener straight ahead. It's 1022. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. 10:27 WPTF time. Mike Riley here, along with Ann Clapp and Rufus Edmonston. Uh, Gerald Adams is is also with us this morning. Always glad to have Gerald with us. And uh, next week we'll be at the State Farmers Market in Raleigh. Uh, most of us, I think, uh, Miss Ann will be at the beach, but uh, we'll be. We'll be out there, and uh, Pam Beck, I think, will be on the phone. She may be, she may be with us. I don't know, and um, uh, she'll be on the show at any rate. Brother Rufus will be there in person. And I'm, I'm wanting some of that pork. I can see that cathead biscuit <laughs> and yes. that pork loin right now. <laughs> you want me? You you want me to go bring you one? And that slushy. <laughs> yeah. Um. And also, uh, let's see. Oh, Nelsa! I think Nelsa Cox is going to join us out there too. So um, we'll have have some folks uh, to answer your questions. If you'd like to come by the farmers market, or you can give us a call. You know, each season brings kind of different challenges for for all of us. Whether it's uh, the health uh, of you or the health and safety of your car, the King's Auto Service wants to be proactive. It's always a good idea to get things maintained rather than just fixed after it's it's already blown up or or caused you some mayhem so you just you just need to go to king's auto service and get your batteries checked and your belts and your hoses and fluid levels all of that checked antifreeze protection we may we may need that sometime this year uh tread depth on your tires for maximum handling everything for winter conditions if you have a uh, toyota prius or some uh, hybrid. They have certified hybrid technicians there to help you out. They can check those high-voltage battery packs that last for 100,000, 150, 200,000 or more. King's Auto Service. Get a courtesy battery analysis from them. Call them on Monday. They're at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh, kingautomotive.net since 1946. And uh, we'll have more coming up. Let's get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. All right, we're back at 1035, 919-860-9783, 919-860-WPTF. Mike Rayley here along with Ann Clamp and uh, Rufus Edmonston. And Gerald Adams is with us. Also, Phil Campbell back with us. Uh, you sent me a photo of the 
the new, I say relatively new Christmas tree. I had never heard of it. Gerald said he'd never heard of it either. Uh, that uh, Well, they're beautiful. Yeah, they are, definitely. They are just gorgeous. They really are. Um, but um, like I said, if anybody wants to come out, tell us they heard WPTF, heard us on WPTF, we'll give them $10 off a tree. But I'd like to switch gears a little bit. All right. Uh, remember the golden oregano that we saw down at the Civic Center? I do remember the, that. That was very yeah, striking. That was September. It was, you know, if we, we like uh, yellows and, and blues and all kinds of, of things for our evergreens. Makes a nice mix. Exactly. It's a great ground cover. Well, we have it growing now, and it should be ready in a couple oh, weeks. In fact, when we come back from, from Christmas break, uh, we'll open open up sometime for uh, like the first couple of weeks in January. Just look at the Facebook or listen to WPTF and and uh, we've got the golden oregano. We're going to also have, we've got, of course, the new crop of pansies. And then we've got, um, I know everybody says it's different, but I call them peonies because that's what my granny called them. Um, and so we've got a brand new crop of peonies that are going to be, they're already popping out. So we're, we're growing those in the cold or as cold as we can get it, and um, <laughs> and they're looking good. But we also, uh, just to let people know, it is not too late to plant bulbs. Uh, the ground is still warm, of course, because we haven't had that many cold nights. So we're getting in packs of bulbs uh, this, well, right before Christmas, actually, so you can plant those on Christmas break. Uh, we're getting in allium, crocus, all kinds of daffodils, hyacinth. And um, and then you know we talked about the naked ladies last week. Yeah, the talking about well, we're getting those in the chorus, and then uh, we're getting in the uh, getting in tulips, and then this spring for the first time in a long time, or maybe ever since uh, 1991, we're going to have a really large selection of bearded iris in pots. Oh, wonderful! So for all of the people that that love their bearded iris, we're going to finally have those for you. So, When can we plant so, the uh, spider lilies, the pink naked ladies? Uh, you can go ahead and put those in now. Yeah. Yeah. What it's kind of conditions uh, do they they prefer? Well, I tell you, mine, oddly enough, mine just kind of came up. I don't know where they came from. Uh-huh. But they were down in um, in an area that was uh, where some there's some pine, just a few pines. And um, it was pretty well shaded. Okay. But um, I've also seen them in uh, planted and partial, you know, partial sun. I don't think I think they might. I don't know this for sure because they don't have that much. But I would not think anything like hot, 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 hot sun. I think they like a little bit of shade. To, yeah, and we like would see them light. around here come up in September. Uh yes, mm-hmm. yes. I saw some. I saw some blooming. I guess about a month, a month and yeah, about a month and a half ago, they were still blooming. So yeah, interesting but, plant. Uh, they yeah. really are. Yeah, they're, they're really neat. A lot of people call them mystery lilies. Right. Uh, What's that? The yellow ones are unbelievable. Uh, I, I well, have you know that place. You got some yellow ones. Well, it's kind of weird. I've looked at. I don't know because Lane put this list together, but I bet we do because there's one called Oya. So I bet that has to be yellow. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, well, if you we can have, grow a daffodil, um, you can grow a, a a spider lily. I don't think I've seen any right. yellow ones. 
I've, I've well, seen that. we have four different varieties coming in, so be sure to check us out right, well, probably by Wednesday we should have all of these in and have them ready so you can work on that during Christmas. Sounds good. Well, you got plenty, right. of, plenty of fresh-cut Christmas trees, bigger sizes, too. Yep, uh, they were cut this past Wednesday, yeah. and they're 7 to 8, 8 to 9. So come on out, tell us you heard it on WPTF, and you get an instant $10 off. All right. Well, All take right. care, Miss Phil. Okay, y'all take care, too, and thank you so much for your uh, letting me call in. I appreciate Merry that. Christmas. <laughs> Merry, Merry Christmas Merry to Christmas. you and sweet <laughs> Melissa and everybody. All righty. All right, thanks, thanks for coming by the other night, uh-huh. Bill. All right, yeah, buddy. Yeah, yeah I miss Thank you. I miss you at the uh, Christmas party. I was uh, I know, shuttling I know. Melissa oh, around sorry. different, and I, you know, so we we just well, Carlton, the doorman, and I drove around for forty five minutes to find a parking place. So. We <laughs> parked. Little... We parked almost right in front of. Uh, we got there early and parked almost uh-huh. right in front of. Well, Rufus's. we were trying. Yeah, but the tea lot was a little busy, so I didn't get out of here as quick as I, and I had to go down and at least. Put on some clean clothes. You know how that goes. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, it's, up pretty well. it's good to go yeah. to parties with clean clothes. I, I agree. Yeah, you definitely got to do that. All right. <laughs> Everybody here Y'all agree with care. that? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I agree. All right, Miss yeah. Phil. Thank, take care now. All right. Y'all take care. Thanks. Bye. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. 10:41 WPTF time. Stay tuned to WPTF throughout the day. We'll keep you updated on the weather. I know. We're looking at problems in Alabama, Illinois, Kentucky, Missouri, Tennessee. Uh, I think well over 100 people are, are now dead from tornadoes, violent tornadoes that hit uh, several states overnight with a system that we will experience some rain and some wind and higher temperatures than we're used to in December today, but other than that, we shouldn't. We're certainly not going to have to worry about what these uh, poor folks have have gone through overnight. So uh, we'll we'll pray for them and and um, hopefully our uh, weather predictions are correct and we won't get all of the violent weather that uh, has preceded us. More of the weekend gardener coming up here on WPTF nine one nine eight six zero nine seven eight three. It's ten forty one. We'll talk to Rose Rhodes coming up. listening to one of the longest running radio shows in the country the wptf weekend gardener with mike ann and rufus we're back 10 45 15 minutes here uh, uh the weekend gardener and uh rose Rhodes is with us morning rose did i lose you no you got us okay. you got us we can hear you and you can hear us we're all right how well, are you doing perfect. today yeah <laughs> i just wanted to talk to you about the japanese uh Maples. Okay. Yes, ma'am. They have uh, been extraordinary this wonderful. year. Wonderful. Yeah. And right now is a wonderful time to uh, look at them and uh, start cutting out some branches that grow straight up or straight down mm-hmm. or cross each other. And it makes them look so beautiful if you can get that, you know, for winter. Yeah, a little more symmetry yeah. in there. Right. I do that to all mine, and I enjoy doing it, and I enjoy looking at them in the winter. Now, I've noticed... Notice crepe myrtle the the other day that uh, really I I really need to work on that but I'm going to wait until February 
to uh, mess around with that. It's got some branches that are crossing and you know, pretty close together. Oh, yeah, that would be good. And I've got a couple that are, are growing straight up. i got to get rid of those. But I'm, I'm going to wait on that. Uh, Gerald, how do you come down on uh, pruning hardwoods and crepe myrtles and all of that? Well, uh, crepe myrtles, I tend to wait a little later on because that's, Lord, that must be the last tree to leaf out, seems like, mm-hmm. uh, in springtime. Yeah. Uh, but once you, really, once you've gotten, I mean, I, I'd like to make sure that the tree's good and dormant before I started taking stuff off. And we've, you know, the maples amongst the earlier ones to drop drop their leaves. Uh, and things really, the last 10 days, things have really picked up coming off of there. But, you know, it's the, it's the only time you can really see <laughs> what's going on once all the leaves are right. uh, off of them to make those goods. Just be careful if you're getting up off the ground. Oh, my uh, goodness, to, yeah. To do, to do anything. Because uh, it, it's a, I, I know at my age I don't bounce as well as I used to. <laughs> Definitely not. Uh, ask Rufus about bouncing. You did not bounce on that fall, did you? Uh, well, yeah. Let, let's ask me as an expert. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <sighs> how to mess yourself up. Yeah. Don't uh, don't go walking out in the dark. And don't help a neighbor who who helped knock your fence down. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. He should have let a professional cut his tree down. That's all, that always helps. So, uh, yeah, be careful out Rose, there. Rose, you must have uh, medium-sized uh, Japanese maples to be able to prune them yourself. Well, I have one's about eight or nine feet wide, and probably the big, that's the biggest one I have. Hmm. And I used to graft those, and uh, that's what I used to do when I was a young woman. <laughs> I did a lot of, I took all the courses I could at the Arboretum when J.C. Ralston was there. Yeah. And I learned a lot. I bet so. That's a good person to learn from. He was. So anyway, I have several maples that I love, and I have something that's interesting, too. I had a dogwood that uh, volunteered close to my front porch, so I uh, grafted a weeping dogwood onto it. And that's an interesting tree. I don't know if any of you have that or not. Mm-mm. No, definitely not. Uh, Gerald, you ever run into one of those? Uh, Literally I, or figuratively? <laughs> seem, seems to me like I ran across somewhere one time where somebody had done that before, but I personally never have had mm. one. And I thought the other person would be upset if I dug theirs up. So. <laughs> Well, you're supposed probably. to take a cutting and graft it. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't dig the whole thing up, Gerald. <laughs> well, I liked it ready-made. Oh, okay. That's yeah. uh, but it's been fun gardening. Yes, ma'am. It well, is. Rose, how, how do you find the weeping part? Where, where do you find that? Um, there was a doctor. I'm all, I, I don't mind asking you for something. And I, I went to a doctor's office in Wilson, and she had a weeping dogwood. So I asked her if I could have uh, cutting from it, and she said yes. So that's how I got that. Okay. How about that? If anybody that? wants a cutting, you can come over. Doctor's <laughs> office in, in uh, Wilson. I wonder if that tree is still weeping there. <laughs> well, that's been a long time ago. I hadn't yeah. been over to Wilson in a while. Yeah. It's a good place to go. It is. It's a pretty, I love, I pretty town. Yeah, and, and boy, they got some good barbecue. But I barbecue. don't go too much right now. Yeah, I got you. Well, let's stay there and, and stay out of trees. <laughs> well, I'll have to do that. All right. 
and they took my saw away from me, so I can't cut down. They t- who took your saw away? I'm mad at my family. <laughs> your family took your saw away? I had that reciprocating saw. Oh, gosh, that's a wonderful saw. You can cut anything. And if you reciprocating. take your hands off of it, it stops immediately. Okay. Uh-huh. But anyway, they're going to have to cut my stuff now. Okay. Good gracious. Make them work. Yeah. Yeah, doggone right. No good deed goes unpunished. That's right. <laughs> and the other thing that I did, I, I don't know if it was too soon, my dogwood has some sprouts around it, and I waited till it got as cold as I thought it would be and cut those off last week. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want those sprouts sticking up. Yeah, I, I really think you can do that about any time. Yeah. I know if you do it too early, it might get those bugs in it, mm-hmm. but... Yeah. Other than that, everything's wonderful around here. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> you aren't thinking about a new book to write, are you? Well, not yet. All right. <laughs> I'm supposed to write my memoirs, but who would want that? <laughs> well, we, maybe we could uh, maybe we could combine them. I could put mine in there, and uh, but I can't remember anything. It's all <laughs> kind of a blur. Then. Yeah. But, uh, we'll my, we'll my just propagation uh, is really still selling. My daughter looks after that. Yeah. And so we're going to see you sometime at, when you go to the governor's mansion, I think. Oh, okay. Hopefully. Yeah. Well, uh, we will be there the 23rd of April is when I'm The 23rd of April? Yeah. Okay. But Yeah, uh, she lives out in Seattle now, but she's going to come down. Yeah. That's right. So anyway, it's been wonderful listening to you. Thank you so much, Rose. Always nice hearing from you, too, and uh, getting your tips. And and, uh, folks, uh, give us the title of your book and and everything and where to get it. Oh, it's Plant Propagation by Rose Rhodes from Amazon. I think it's around $15. Yeah. But it's a lot about propagation. Yes. That I know about. Yes, ma'am, including weeping Dogwoods. That's, well, I didn't put that in there. <laughs> That's uh, something something we can try. That uh, Gerald Gerald may try that, or maybe Rufus. I don't know. Well, tell him I've got some good uh, sprouts that he could uh, signs that he could take off the tree. I might just have to take you up on that, Rose. All mm-hmm. right. <laughs> Thank Merry you. Christmas, Rose. Merry Same Christmas to you. You Bye. and your daughter. Thanks. Tell your family to give your saw, your saw back. back. Yeah. Everybody needs a reciprocating saw. Yes. Do we need to take a break, Jason? Okay, we don't need to take a break. All right, 919-860-9783. 919-860-WPTF. Uh, Larry is in Raleigh. Hey, Larry. How you doing? I, I'm doing pretty well, I think. How are you? I'm fine. Just got my leaves up. Oh, okay. What are you going to do with them? Are you going to give them to the city? or You can come help me this week, then, if you're through. <laughs> I got another two trees to go, so. Oh, I got you. Yeah, there's oaks. Um, Hang on. I've got a bed that I had okra in, and when I pulled them up, they had nematodes. Ooh. Ooh. And I'm having to rotate where I put my tomatoes. Can I put plastic over the bed and put Gerald's pot on top of the plastic? Uh, so you're going to put in a container and put over that bed? Is that what you're saying? Yeah, put plastic over the bed and then put in containers. I, I think that should be – I think that would be okay. Uh, you know, one of the things they say is to come back that you can plant marigolds uh, in where you've had nematodes because there's some chemical that comes out of the marigold roots that can get them. 
but it's pretty hard. There are some things that you can buy to treat the soil with, but unfortunately some of them are pretty pricey. Yeah. But I don't see any re I don't see how it should be able to get back through the plastic to your containers. Now, I, I, that's what I'm trying to think of. So. Yeah, I I, I, I I think I think that should work. Stay stay in touch with us and let us know next year how that how that plays out. Well, I'll probably see it at the farmers market when they when you have your sale. Okay. All right. Thank you. Thank you, Larry, very much. Get those leaves out there. Uh, Gerald, uh, give us your uh, Henry's. It's Gerald and A-N-D, henrysplants.com. Uh, you can go on there. There's a little thing you can s- subscribe to to get notices from me. I send out about three or four years, so I don't flood you with them. And you can always just email me at geraldandhenrysplants at gmail.com. Or you can email Henry. Yeah, that's right. Well, Hen- Henry's uh, – he don't take a lot of calls now, but he te- he tells me to get to work, so I'm starting yeah. – uh, he gets a little bit older, I'm going to be returning that. He knows you work. Yes, he does. Yeah. All right. Turn him loose in the greenhouse. Let's uh, – Vicki is next. Vicki, good morning. You're on WPTF. Good morning. Um, I ambitiously ordered more amaryllis bulbs than I need, and so now I have – like 10 white mini bowling ball amaryllis bulbs there, and I just don't know what to do with them. I mean, I've I've planted enough in my pots in the house. Can these be saved and put in the yard, or how can I? Do, do they do, with do they already have foliage coming out of them? No, they might have a tiniest little. Bulb coming. Most if, of them are still if it's just there. breaking through barely, you can put them in the ground outdoors, but you've got to plant them deep. That's the common mistake that's made because when you see them indoors, you know, half the bulb is above the soil line. You've got uh-huh. to put at least six to eight inches of soil above the top of the bulb when you put them in the ground. Because if that bulb ever freezes solid, that's all she wrote. Mm-hmm. But I have planted them before, and they end up colonizing, and just it's, it's amazing how big an area they can fill in. Sometimes okay. by, by doing that now, your bloom blooming time may be a little out of whack this year, uh, but then it should get normal after that first season, and you'll see them bloom late, late spring into early summer. Okay. Okay. Thank you very yeah. much, Vicki. Merry Christmas. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Thanks. Bye-bye. She could also sell them, set up a little stand she and could. sell them out front. And, and for the people that grow their ones inside that are blooming now or about to bloom, yeah. leave them like that. Do not cut the foliage off. And once we get past no more danger of frost or below freezing yeah. sometime in April, then you can go out and plant them in the yard. But Very make good. sure that you plant them deep. Don't put them right at the top of the soil. And if you cover up a bunch of the leaves when you do that, don't worry about it. Uh, Steve is with us. Hey, Steve, how's everything in Garner? Oh, it's good. I just wanted to, you, you had the uh, conversation about the rain lilies. Yeah. Um, I've got them planted in full sun, shade, dry conditions, wet conditions. Mm-hmm. It's basically a weed. If you <laughs> don't careful with it, it'll take over the area that you planted it in. Because I've had to dig up several locations because it's growing into my daylilies. So... Um, just be careful with the with the rain lilies because if if they like the conditions they're in, they will take over that area. Okay, that's that's good to know. 
Because I, I, you know, you talk about they need a shady kid. No, they don't. I've got them up in the front of my garden, right by the road, and it is taking over my front garden. Mm-hmm. That's how much it's, it's. I planted about five bulbs there. I've got an area about three by three now that's solid uh, rain lilies. So um, I, if somebody wants some bulbs, I've got bulbs if they want them. But uh, anyway, just be careful where you plant it and make sure you got room for them to, to uh, sh- shred their shoulders. It, absolutely. Yeah, that's why I put mine, Steve, in a wooded area. Yeah. And they, they just, they, you're talking about a lycoris, aren't you? Well, it's the rain, rain lily. lily. The sp- uh, spider rain, lily. Rain lily is a little lily, bit different yeah. Than, yeah. than the. Yeah. Than, I have the red version. And we're almost out of time. Steve, okay. thank you, buddy. Always nice hearing from you. All right, call in and make that comment. Thank you so much. All right. Bye. Merry Thanks. Christmas. All right, Brother Rufus, we'll see you at the Farmer's Market next Saturday. Yes, sir. Ree. All right, and I hope you feel even better this week. Get that shoulder mended. Yeah, I feel a lot better. Well, I hope so. All right, Miss Ann, thank you very much. Gerald, thank your you. uh, your, your um, website. GeraldandHenrysPlants.com. All right, very good. Uh, Nelson Cox, Pam Beck will be uh, with us at the State Farmers Market. I think Pam will be on the phone. But, uh, Jason, thank you very much, my friend. Uh, We love you all, and have a nice, safe week. 